Welcome to the Hot Fire Fantasy Podcast, the hottest up-and-coming fantasy podcast since Google took over the internet. Welcome, guys, to the Hot Fire Fantasy Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about rookie tight ends and wide receivers from the 2019 draft. We've got some good stuff. we got Detroit finally becoming tight end relevant. Mr. Tom Brady gets himself a big boy wide receiver in the first round. Kansas City possibly finds a replacement for Tyreek Hill. DK Metcalf drops to the ninth wide receiver taken. He finds himself a home with Russell Wilson. You got Baltimore at least has one wide receiver on their team now. And Andrew Luck gets himself another burner to run alongside the injured T.Y. Hilton. I'm Frankie Bobby, and today to discuss these topics we have... Fantasy Steve... Natty J. Bronco Bro. I'm the Fantasy Mike. Alrighty then. <laughs> yeah, Alright, so and let's just say, like, was there anybody out of all of these picks, out of all of the players we're going to talk about today, is there anybody that stood out to you, Steve? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Andy Isabella this year, coming out of UMass, going to Arizona, going to be playing alongside with Kyler Murray, so I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah, I... See, I, I wasn't as excited about Isabella, and I knew you were, so that's going to be an interesting topic later. I, I actually want to discuss that one. How about you, Natty J? I got to say, it's DK Metcalf all day. All day? If there's anybody that has first-round potential uh, rookie wide receivers, I mean, we're talking about a potential wide receiver one sitting on, you know, getting him in the late rounds. Uh, I think you can use him as wide receiver two. And, uh, you know, honestly, with Russell Wilson, he's a red zone target, so I, I like him. Now, is is he holding you hostage to make you say that? Yeah. Are you getting, like, are you afraid of him? Like, is that why you're saying that? He has my baby. Well, a little backstory, guys. <laughs> he has his baby. Natty J has been talking about this guy like he's been, like, he, it's Jesus to him. <laughs> Do you want to tell the, the listeners about your, your cardboard cutout in your room? With the hole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know where you got that picture, but well, at least you're giving it, not taking it. So he, he just he just blew up that Instagram post and made a full size. Oh God, we're being famous. What, what about you, Bronco, bro? Oh, I'm really interested about Noah Faint, the like, tight end from the Broncos. Ooh, you went with a tight end. Well, listen, listen. Some holes are tighter and bigger than others, but that's a, I know you got the Bronco bias. I, well, I got, no, to be honest with you, I got like, my own bias. There was no Bronco wide receivers here. There was no pride. No, no, pride. that's fine. Noah Fain's gonna actually. I, I think he will be a great pass catcher for you guys. And I know Flacco loves his tight end, so he does. He does. That 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 is actually. He's probably the only tight end that I would consider fantasy relevant. Possibly T.J. Hawkinson, but. No, I'm not just, really. It's, 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 it's all trash. It's Detroit. It's, it's Detroit. It's all trash. How about another Fantasy Mike? Fantasy Mike's pick of the draft is going to be J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, <laughs> simply because he has the best name of anyone ever drafted in the NFL. I'm going to follow this whole guy's career. He's going to be a huge success. Kind of sounds like an old game system. Do you want to go uh, Very turn on edition. our Sega? <laughs> the J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. <laughs> Got one of or it sounds like some street in Compton. <laughs> Possibly. It plays Tetris. I right. still think Haha Clinton Dix takes that one. Yeah, yeah, that is a better name than Arcega Whiteside. Yeah, but didn't he change his name? Or that was his... Haha was a nickname that he was given at, right. like, growing up as a child. I'm pretty sure this is this guy's real name. 
JJ? Yeah. It's also a nickname. I don't know what his full name is, but he's probably like... Jack Johnson. Joshua Jacobson. Or he could be like something junior and just goes by JJ. Or Debo. Jerry Jericho. Watch out for Debo. Are you talking about Debo Samuel? I'm talking about Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's a nickname also. I won't butcher his first name. So apparently he got that nickname from his father who loves the movie Friday. Is that correct? That is correct. (laughs) Like, really? Yeah. All the characters from Friday (laughs) named your son after. No, because they said when he was growing up, he was kind of a bully. Oh. Yeah, so... Ooh, like it that, was, so, that makes a lot more sense. How, how late into his life did they name him I think Debo. he was like uh, I mean, 9 or Friday, 10. When Friday like, came as out. Like because oh, it was not named Debo. It's no, no. It was a nickname that was, was given to him. They did not have a name for their child for 9 years. <laughs> 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 we have to wait till it survives past the age of 9. We gotta wait. Then we name him. see his personality. <laughs> see who we're matching up to <laughs> in the movie Friday. <laughs> Like Compton. <laughs> <That's> not- <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, my, my guy is Paris Campbell. I like him. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm I'm high on him too. I know that you uh, like him. I just want to agree. I'm biased because Andrew Luck is my favorite quarterback. Like oh. I, I'll put that out there. Very fast. Probably the fastest that tested in the combine. He's got a really high vertical jump. And it's just a much-needed thing for Andrew Luck. That's the only thing that last year he just didn't have. T.Y. Hill being injured as much as he was, he was throwing to people like Zach Pascal and Chester yeah. Rogers. And he was making them somewhat fantasy-relevant, especially Chester Rogers. So I just the, guy, the guy's going to be a superstar. No, you're, you're preaching to the choir. And yeah, I, he's just, I get too excited about him. I have to temper because it's like, uh, it's like my boy Justice Beaver. <laughs> Justice, Justice Hill? Yeah, Justice, the Justice, Justice Beaver? Beaver. Yeah, the crime-fighting crime beaver? Correct. The crime-fighting crime beaver. beaver. Justice Beaver. Um, yeah, no, I'm very excited about him. I guess, I guess I just like fast people. Like It's almost like if you're smaller, you have to be fast so you can compensate for you know being in the NFL, right? So, okay, you can't take a hit, but you never get hit. Like Julian Edelman, although he takes big fucking hits. He does. <laughs> he takes big hits. I mean, being fast... Never hurts in the NFL. No, no, but you got to be able to utilize that speed, not yeah. just be fast. Like John Ross doesn't really seem like he's the greatest. Yeah, he's and just fast. He was the fastest ever in the combine, four two two. All right, you want to start with tight ends? There's yeah, only let's go three into in tight my ends. mind. Let's get that over quickly. Let's yeah. let's do that. Let's let's burst through these right now. Does anybody want to talk about T.J. Hawkinson out of Iowa? Six five, two hundred fifty one pounds. Went to the Lions first. Round eighth pick. Dedicated blocker, I'll tell you that much. Yo, I love TJ Hawkinson's blocking ability. I know that doesn't really translate into any fantasy, fantasy value. I just want to point out that this guy plays through every down. He's going to give it 100% until about five seconds after the whistle blows. Um, do you guys remember the movie Waterboy? Yeah. Where... Uh, Adam Sandler's character does that, takes the player and learns how to block and pushes him all the way out past the end zone. I was watching some film on Hawkinson. There was one play where it was a running play. He's blocking. He pushes the uh, defensive lineman 10 yards past where the play had already stopped. It was like a 5-yard rushing gain, and he was on like the 15-yard line down the field, just still pushing the guy before it cut to the next play. But, That's uh, a boss. 
That's a yeah. boss. No, like and that. you know what? He finishes blocks. It's he not does. like you know what I hate seeing in the NFL. It's like you're blocking somebody and then you just let them go, and then it's like, oh, they sacked my quarterback, or they run past you. He knows how to hold people. He's gonna protect Stafford. Yeah. So some some people, yeah. I guess, get scared. I like that, and we're talking about tight ends, but the name of the show is Hot Fire Fantasy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think he's gonna be very fantasy relevant. He'll be on the field. Well, yeah. Who was the last? Who was the last what? Lions tight end to do anything? Eric Ebron sucked. <laughs> sucked so bad. And I drafted him. And guess what? He went to the Colts. Andrew Luck, very tight star. end friendly, became a star. Yeah. I don't see him doing much but blocking. I feel like they're going to have more of a run I, game I think he's going to be a great block. I mean, he was drafted eight overall. But I, I understand what you're saying about the Lions in the past. Uh, this is Matt Patricia's second year. So he never had Ebron. Uh, Hawkinson's going to be... Uh, Patricia's Gronk coming from New England. I think that they're going to use him a lot. I mean, they drafted him number eight overall. Yeah. Yes, mostly for Actually, blocking. Real quick, do you know that the last time that a tight end was taken in the top ten was Eric Ebron in 2014 by the Lions? I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting fact. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. No, we know. So, so that's why it's like it is hard to get excited about the guy. But yeah, at and, the same time, there's reasons to be excited. But about him. listen. From a fantasy point of view, I think he sucks. But from mm. a game point of view... I'm, I'm going to say that I disagree with all you guys saying that you think he's not going to be fantasy relevant. No, no, no. I think, no, no, no. I think he's going to be like a Gronk. It's like, yay, 14 points. And then it's like... Oh. Like a Gronk? I'm going to... No, get he's domination. the most passing touchdowns of any tight end right now. <laughs> yeah, sign me up for Gronk of <laughs> yeah. 2000. Like, you know, I, I was going to say, though... You mentioned Matt Patricia, and you connected him immediately to, to Gronk. Matt Patricia was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. He never had a Gronk. He may, he might not. The Lions yeah, period have be not different. been into t- their tight ends. He's had one year, and he's rules. trying to assimilate a Patriots-like system into Detroit. That's why I was relating him back to Gronk because he comes from the the Belichick family tree. But I do think going back to Hawkinson, I think he has. Uh, good hands can make good catches. He finds early separation. Yeah. So I think no, he I'm could be it. he could be a valuable target for he Stafford. There's I, no reason why he shouldn't be. You're absolutely right. Well, I'm, I don't think anybody can argue that. We look back and think about Ebron, but let's be real. Like Golden Tate's gone, and that guy could easily go over the middle of the field. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. He can. Be, he's a versatile player, so he can be on the field yeah. all three downs. Use him to, for a block. Use him to go out for a pass. I think he could be. Uh, I'm not going to say top 12 this year, but I think given maturity, maybe tight end 14. Eric Ebron 2.0. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so we're, we're talking about Hawkinson, and bottom line is there's no reason why he should not be fantasy relevant. At the end of the day, he can catch the ball. He can run routes. He's a great blocker, helps the running game, helps carry on Johnson, brings his stock up, helps Matthew Stafford. Helps everybody. The guy is going to be a great player regardless. Am I going to draft him? Probably not. Right, he's a free um, agency pick. Yeah, I, yeah, you pick I him could, up. I might pick him up in round 15 in a 12-team league. You could. There's, this is interesting because today we're talking about two positions that rarely ever have first-year impacts. That's Running true. backs, no problem. All right, let's, let's move on to Noah Fant. Out of Arizona State, he's 6'4", 249 pounds. He goes to the Broncos, 20th overall. Basically a spitting image of TJ Hawkinson. They both can catch, they both can block. Not as good of a blocker. 
gets himself a quarterback and Flacco that is much, much more friendly to tight ends. This is the guy I would draft if any rookie tight end, and I don't even know if I would do that. But what do you guys think? What do you think of Noah Fant? I like Noah Fant more than Hawkinson, just to say that. Mainly fantasy because for yeah. fantasy relevant wise. Mainly because of what you brought up with Joe Flacco. I think over the course of the careers, Hawkinson is the better talent, but Fant is more relevant in 2019. Second that. I'm, you know, I think he is going to be fantasy relevant this year, but I also think he has a lot to work on. Um, I, I was reading a lot that he he's he's very intimidated. Uh, he hears footsteps around him when he gets hit. Uh, he's very good in open space, but this is what I was reading. So, so it's going to take him a year. Would he not be as good of a blocker? No, with that being no, said, he's, he's still a good blocker. He just. What he was saying about hearing footsteps from like contested catching catches. over the catches, middle of the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, but he does catch he, scoops. He's not as good as at getting open as T.J. Hawkinson was is. All right. Well, there's there's not really much to say. This like where would you draft somebody like Noah Faint? Faint again. Free agency towards the end of the draft. Maybe put a flyer on him in the 14th, 15th round. Okay. Yeah. Agree. Like you're that's that's all that it, that is. So there's not really much. Just just one other guy will mention Drew Sample out of Washington, six five, two fifty five. Uh, he was picked up in the second round, just to Cincinnati. So I, I think it's relevant because of Cincinnati, because I don't know if Tyler Eifert's ever going to play like a full year. Yeah, I I, I don't see it being likely, yeah. but I also don't know if. 2019 is a year you want to go in on Drew Sample. You're not. We're just bringing him up. Just yeah. mentioning his name. What I really want to talk about are the wide receivers. That, wide that's, receiver. That's, Let's that's, get to the meat. That's, that's where the that's fun the starts. Fun. Yeah. That's where the fun starts. Nobody so, cares about tight ends. Let's, let's start with this. Baltimore officially has one wide receiver on their team. Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma. 5'9", 166 pounds. First round, 25th pick overall. Now he has Lamar Jackson as his quarterback, and we know that this guy is super fast. That's his thing. He did not run in the combine. He had a Liz Frank injury. For those who don't know what this injury is, is basically a separation of like your toe from the base of your foot. That that's what I got out of it. So it doesn't seem like it's good, but he did have surgery. He's healing. He's going to be fine for the start of the season, I would imagine. Now you get you get a guy like this. He he's not a big guy, 166 pounds. Like you don't want this guy taking hits and stuff like that. But that's not where he makes his money. He's quick. He's going to be a slot guy. And as far as that's concerned in fantasy, Lamar Jackson being the quarterback that he is makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, we're talking about Lamar Jackson. I just have one fact just to just to put out there about Lamar Jackson. Last year, he had more rushing attempts. Than completions and six of uh, and seven. And, I'm sorry, six of his seven starts, and he never eclipsed more than 25 passes yeah. per game. That's what so. How many targets is that really? It's hard to get excited. Give Remember Hollywood. how nice John Brown was? You loved having John Brown on your team when Flacco was in there, and then as soon as Lamar Jackson came, it just it got like dropped it, in the No relevance for John Lamar Brown John. after Lamar Jackson right. took over. And this guy is John Brown. He's a similar stature of John Brown. He's probably got better hands than John Brown, actually. 
But he, he's a speedster. And as long as he's healthy, I think that he could be relevant in the sense, like I was saying, on the short stuff. Take it a little slant route to the house, you know, because Lamar Jackson's not going to throw it too much down the field. I don't think he's very good at it. Maybe he gets better. That's what he's Second been working year, on right? all offseason. Yeah. The thing I'm worried about with Marquise Brown is, like you mentioned, his size. He's only 166 pounds. Um, I feel like he can get bullied in the league, get pushed off his routes. Uh, they said he needs some work on his route running, but uh, like you said, he's he's fast and he has good hands, so kind of torn between them. Uh, I mean, in uh, college, he averaged in 2017 19.2 yards per reception. Per reception, yeah. you know. So, but then with the injury, and granted, the numbers are going to be a little bit skewed because he was out for the year. Uh, 17.6 with the injury. My biggest concern with him is a: is Lamar Jackson going to give him the ball? B, is that foot going to get re-injured? I looked into it. More than likely not, but just in case. And like you said, Steve, his small stature. That's what scares me about it. I would not. Maybe I would take him in the third round. Third what? round? I would not. I think he's Yo, He's on our fantasy team. Get it. Yo, Get I'll it. give you him. You know, I'll pick him up to trade him to you guys. In the third if I give him a third, this is coming from the guy that drafted every Baltimore receiver or traded for him if he didn't have him. He's like, I have John Brown. I, I want my crab tree. Yeah, and then he tried trading for Willie Sneed. Like he's like, is to it be fair, I drafted Crabtree, <laughs> <laughs> and then I traded Crabtree to my. <laughs> By the end of the year, he was one wide receiver shy of having the whole Baltimore team. I mean, I'm not taking Marquise Brown until thirteen. But yeah, if that. So early second. No, thirteenth round. Yeah. So oh. add, add ten rounds. And that would still be the first three. round, thirteen. That's why I'm saying I love that he's on our actual fantasy team because it's like take him in the third, great. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. That's that's okay. I'm next pick after him. Woo! <laughs> AJ Green, <laughs> accept it. <laughs> so mark my words, I won't take it until the third. Okay. Um, okay. So so just like real quick, there's some points. You got Seth Roberts, <laughs> Willie Sneed, and Chris Moore. Those are the wide receivers on Baltimore. This, this guy is more talented than all of them by far. Agreed. So you, you have to assume that if he's healthy, Moosey? he's going to be doing the majority. I, I I think I think he'll be I think he'll be the most relevant fantasy player on Baltimore, at least within the first five weeks. The- most relevant wide receiver. Wide, wide receiver. receiver. Gonna be running back, they're going to be a complete running team. Yeah, they're... Oh, running back, it's going to be Justice Beaver. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Justice Beaver. Yeah. Uh, uh, fighting as, Beaver. as we discussed last Justice week. Justice Hill. They got Even, even, even their, their running backs are so crowded. There's, there's who, who, do you, who are you saying? Who's going to be the guy that's going to get you all the points? They, they're going to spread it around. It's true. All right, let's, let's move on to Enkeel Harry. Ooh, exciting. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, Arizona State. 6'2", 228 pounds. Goes to the Patriots in the first round. This this first is exciting. This is, this is why you have to be excited about this player. Because he goes to the Patriots in the first round. You know when the last time the Patriots drafted a wide receiver in the first round? Before Bef- Tom Brady. Before Bill Jack. Before yeah. Bill Jack joined the team. Which means Bill Jack has never taken a wide receiver in the first round. you got to get excited about that. They love this kid. They love him. They must. They love him. And they, he, there's a 
desperate need for that player on the team. There's no more Gronk. You don't have Josh Gordon. He's probably not coming back to football. But let's, you know. I mean, hey, you know what? And Chris Hogan even. Chris, no I mean, Chris Hogan? Th- those three players, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Hogan, and Josh Gordon, accounted for 195 targets yeah. last year. Where are those face? targets going now? I'm sorry? Did they get rid of Murderface? Yeah. They got rid yeah. of Murderface. Yes, Murder they did. Murderface is on the Panthers. Yeah. Now, I mean, no. he's, get, he's primarily going to be competing for targets with Julian Edelman, James White, possibly Philip Dorsett, and then whatever tight end emerges in that back Well, so you forgot Demarius Thomas is on the team now. You got Demarius Thomas there. So I would imagine it's most likely going to be... And I want to say... And Keel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it, it's going to be him, and you would imagine like Dorsett, possibly Demarius Thomas, if he's still got it in him on the outside with Edelman yeah. in the slot, like right off the bat. He's got to face Philip Dorsett. He can outcompete Philip Dorsett. They got Maurice Harris there too, but I don't know if we're talking about him too. Uh, they do. They have Maurice yeah. Harris, but I we're mean, not. That's too far down the depth At least Philip Dorsett had a little bit of, you know, play last year. He was actually pretty decent for a couple weeks, like when he got used. Too unpredictable, but still good for a couple weeks if Phillip, you got it right. Philip Dorsett was also a first-round pick. Not by See the how Patriots. that worked out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the Colts. Maybe I should be worried about Paris. Campbell. No, but I, I like Nikhil Harry. He's a big target. Um, the only knock I have on him is that he struggles to get a little bit of separation. He's good with the jump balls, the getting high up in the air. Oh, so yeah, 50-50 contested catches. We love it. Yeah, I think he can be... He's a freak. He can get a high touchdown he's, yeah, he's rating and um, boost him up, his value up in 2019. He could have both of the stats of Gronk and Josh Gordon. That all would be one ridiculous. Player. All in one player. They're like, yeah, use him as a tight end over the middle. It's like, use him vertically. Get him in the end zone. That's the guy I would throw to. And he's the kind of guy that Tom Brady's scrambling. That's where you want to throw your 50-50. Yeah. Like, to Agreed. that kind of a receiver. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, <laughs> I read something that was like, he's a poor man's Randy Moss. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that. I like that. He's a poor man's Randy Moss. But if he gets even anything close to what Randy Moss did in his career, he's going to be relevant. I think he'll be relevant in the beginning, week one. They're, they're using him. I know in uh, camp... Both Bilicek and Brady say that they love this guy. And that's not the same as Pete Carroll saying he loves somebody. Because Pete Carroll loves everybody and they're all the best. But when, when Bilicek <laughs> says anything about a player, it's it's impressive. Yeah, I agree. So He's... like, where, where would you want to take somebody like that? If I could <laughs> get good value in like the 8th. I was thinking 8th to 10th. Yeah. Yeah, 8th to 10th. That's, that's where I would see. What about you, Natty J? Well, with our league being that everybody is a fantasy expert, I would probably try and snag him in the seventh so you fuckers don't get him in the eighth. Yeah. Okay, I'll get another player at other value. I mean, there's always so many ways I can pivot throughout a draft that (laughs) one player isn't going to make or break my season. You know Marquise Brown's off the board by then. He's going to the third. Yeah, 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 these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so Marquise Brown's taken, and uh, and Keel. How, how do you say his name? Nikhil. 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 Nikhil Harry. Uh, imagine instead of a dash, it's an I. Oh my God! 
blew your freaking mind. Mm, oh. Wait, wait, how do you say it? Nikhil. 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 It's just like one of those Nikhil. things I have to retrain myself to say. Um, he ran a 4.5340 with a 38 and a half inch vertical. Not really the fastest guy. That's that's not his gig. That's not what he does well. But apparently he gets this look in his eyes and like you know it's coming. Like you see the look in his eyes and then shit goes down. That's like he's like, I'm gonna make this catch no matter what the situation is. And that I heard from a couple different people reporting that from even the team and people saying they've seen that before. I thought that was interesting because if you're a fantasy guy then you're uh you're looking for that look. And did you know he's Canadian? No, I did not know he was Canadian. That Chris Hogan look. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's it's like a it's like a more proper Chris Hogan look. He doesn't look like he wants to kill children or anything. He no. just wants to defeat the defenders. Yeah, no yeah. Massacres. It's a football murder freeze, murder freeze, Yeah, Chris Hogan's got that look that it's like you don't watch your children around him. Yeah, he. No, you're no, you're dog dog I'd run away if I was at the dog park. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be afraid for my dog. I'm not even kidding. But okay. So yeah, if there was like a player comp, I heard Des Bryant. I heard Anquan Bolden, like bigger body guys that could catch, catch in the contested catches. All right, moving on. Let's move on to Debo Samuel, South Carolina, 5'11", 214 pounds, goes to the 49ers in the second round. How much do we love Debo Samuel? With so, a name like Debo. I, I mean, Debo? I like Debo. It's easier than his actual name. Tayshon? Never mind. Wait. I still like Debo, though. Wait, what's Debo's his a good name? Tayshon. 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 Debo sounds so much more threatening. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, well they compared him to, to Pierre Garçon in a bunch of articles. That's I mean. what I heard. So, I mean, if it's, if he's anything close to Pierre Garçon was for the 49ers when he first came yeah. in. Well, that's that's his that's his gift, is that he catches everything. Which would be, yeah. he'd be a good possession receiver. Right. And that's what they need. They have Marquise Brown to stretch the field. Uh, you know, George one. Kittle. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, good one. Um, they got George Kittle, and they got the slot guy, Dante Pettis. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited about I'm not. That. I'm not saying anything, anything about Jordan Matthews. I think he's trash, but... He's on, he's on that team, too, apparently. Trent Taylor. You got anything about Trent Taylor? <laughs> huh? What, what, you know, what about you... Jalen Hurd? <laughs> yeah. You ever heard of Jalen Hurd? <laughs> <laughs> no, the only, the only fantasy people that we're going to even consider on that team is Goodwin, Pettis, and possibly Debo. Kittle! What? Kittle, baby! Wide receivers. Oh. Yeah, Kittle's is... As a receiver, come on, Kittle. <sighs> Kittle, Kittle's, Kittle's going to be the first tight end off the board now that Gronk retired. He's not off the board because so I'm keeping him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what round do you get to keep him in? Seventh round. Oh, nice. Great value there. Damn. But I, speaking of Debo, I like Debo. He kind of reminds me of Nikhil Harry. Um, shorter but uh, and a little bit different. With He gets better separation, but Nikhil Harry gets the advantage with the size. Um the one knock I have on Debo is that he needs some route running improvement, and I'm worried to see what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to do in the San Francisco offense because we only had him for two games in 2018 without Jarek McKinnon. They have the new uh, running back Tevin Coleman. The one knock I have on him is his go routes. He he's not a 
he can't he can't just be like a typical X receiver, but he, he'll get there. I know that he played quarterback and running back in college, so he had a little sampling of those positions. And what I found most fun watching him is after the catch. We said he catches everything, but after the catch, he turns into a running back. He's a bigger oh, yeah. guy for his weight, you know, two fourteen, and then he's only five eleven or something like that. Like. <laughs> he looks like a running back when he catches the ball. So that's fun to watch. It's like constant screens. So I, I do like him. I don't know where I would draft him. If I would, I don't think I would draft him. I wouldn't draft him. I don't, I don't know. I'm picking him up on the waiver the first week just because I want Debo on my side. Yeah, like the only wide receiver I think I'd want is Pettis. No, it's going to be Debo. What about Godwin? Goodwin. Goodwin. I call him Godwin. Wow. Godwin well, on Godwin the fucking hairs. Yeah. Mar- Marquise Goodwin? <laughs> call I, him you anything you want. But he can't stay me. healthy, though. I don't think Marquise that's, Goodwin's going to stay healthy. That's what I was going to say. He can't stay healthy. If he, if he could stay Debo healthy. may have a chance. If, Mar- if Marquise Goodwin can't stay healthy, then he's going to have to put up or shut up. All right. Let's move over to A.J. Brown. This is this is this is would be so much more exciting if it wasn't Tennessee. So AJ Brown from Ole Miss, 6'1", 226 pounds, goes to Tennessee in the second round. Love the guy, love the talent. Hate the team. Played with Metcalf, right? Yes. Okay. So he plays with Metcalf. He was probably much more well-rounded than Metcalf was as a wide no, receiver. No, I, I love AJ Brown, yeah. and I hate that he went to Tennessee because. Before the draft, I looked at some of his stuff. He's very athletic. He's, like you said about Debo, he's basically a running back after the catch. He's a polished route runner. And if he didn't go to Tennessee with Mariota, I would have been way more hyped on him this year. But I don't like Mariota passing the ball. I think they're going to be a run-heavy team with Derrick Henry, and I don't see fantasy value in A.J. Brown. Corey Davis is the man there. Uh, You know, Mariota, I think we're going to see some improvement this year. But if we don't, we know where they're going in the draft next year. Yeah, Ryan he's Tannehill? got to show improvement. <laughs> they have Ryan Tannehill on the team. They're, 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 Ryan Tannehill's not getting another shot to start anywhere. He's 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 a backup right he now. Might, and we that's might. it. Mariota, Mariota, if Mariota doesn't do it, and they and they fall far enough, and they they get a higher pick in the draft, there's a good crop of quarterbacks. If Mariota breaks year. like the peanut brittle that he is, then you are going to see him. You are going to see Ryan Tannehill. Um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks because he probably he could he have been, been the great. best receiver in the draft. He could have been the he best could've. receiver. Like goes to Tennessee, and you're just like, ah, like we wanted to love Corey Davis. And we did, and we tried. It's just it was so inconsistent having that kind of a player. When he does good, he does good. He's a great player. Like he got drafted in the first round, Corey Davis. He hasn't been. It's just anything reliable, anything no. more than a few good weeks, and it's right. disappointing. And yeah. I think the same thing is going to happen to AJ Brown until Tennessee gets a new quarterback. Or they trade. You know, Taiwan Taylor was drafted pretty high, wasn't he? I don't know where, but again, it's like he never did anything. You got Adam Humphreys there now. He was kind of a target hog. I don't. I, yeah, exactly. I, you want to be a know. target hog. If there's anybody that you're going to draft from Tennessee as a wide receiver, it, Could be it, Corey it's Corey Davis. It's going to be Corey Davis. Yeah. And, and even Delaney that, Walker. You know, why would you do that? High because yeah, I'm not going to take him Tennessee at I, any yeah. value. I think Corey Davis high. went higher last year than he would go this year, to be honest. Because last year we had that excitement that he was the second year, he was going to step it up, 
and we knew his talent was up there with the best. And we knew that if he had more targets, he would have done it. That's the bottom line. He just what, didn't have him. What I also heard about the old Miss program, it's it sucks. <laughs> that, that, that's all I'm saying. Like, uh, like alienating part of our fan base. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry, guys from Ole Miss. They probably do understand. They have like a shit quarterback. I'm surprised that these two were like top draft picks. No, but that just shows how talented AJ Brown and DK Metcalf will bring up to later. The Titans. I, they're sad one of the 32 really teams. Sad. They picked them. I know. It's it's disappointing. All right. Let's 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 move on. Let's move on to McCole Hardman out of Georgia, 5'10", 187 pounds, goes to Kansas City in the second round. Now, this is most likely the Tyree Kill replacement. It is the Tyree Kill replacement. We gotta see what happens still with Tyree Kill. You say that, but after, it seems bad for him. I, yeah, it's bad I, for him. I listened to the audio, and for anybody that hasn't listened to the audio, the audio is basically him and his girlfriend. And or his baby mama, whatever she is to him, and I think they're, they're engaged. Yeah, I thought so too, but it doesn't really matter. So is Ray, Ray Rice. And uh, they're going back and forth in the conversation, and Tyreek doesn't know he's being recorded, and they're talking about essentially beating their child and saying like he doesn't respect you, he doesn't respect you, he fears you, he fears you, you know, you terrify him, and he says, well, then you should be terrified of me. Yeah, right. You, I didn't listen, but you explained it to me, and yeah. it made me not want to listen. Yeah. It just sounds disgusting. After, he sounds like a bad yeah. guy. And then after that, they go into, oh, tell me you, you you don't beat him. You don't whoop on him, is what he says. You don't whoop on him. And she goes, well, yeah, I whoop on him, but I, I don't use a belt. Something about going for the belt. That's yeah. what I heard. So not only does she incriminate herself, but it's like, oh, I'm not bad because I don't use a belt. And you do. And then he replies, oh, you don't use a belt? That's not what your mama say. And I'm like... I'm just happy the kid's out of their custody. You don't... Yeah, you cannot, after what he's been through and his past, because this is the same woman that he choked out... When she was pregnant with this kid. When she was pregnant with this baby. So that was strike one. This is strike three, you're out. You you don't get any... You don't... So he's... Uh, he's done. This is the replacement. Well, but well, we're not talking about... Yeah, I mean... I, Let's move on to Miko. Well, as Wingo would say... Hall of Famer Mahomes is on that team. So who's that? Hall of Famer Mahomes. Mahomes. So uh, all I'm saying is he ran uh, and he's an identical height, weight, and he had an identical forty time. When Hill came into the league, he wasn't great his first year. He had to work into it. Uh, I don't know if he's if Mikel Hardman's going to be somebody to pick up in an early round, but I do think that he's going to have much greater fantasy relevance probably toward the end of the season, early next season, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he needs some time. And, well, and, he's, he's on the team. Let's let's just assume that there's no Tariq Hill. It's, it's him, it's Chris Conley, and it's Sammy Watkins. Yeah. All right, so are we assuming that the replacement for Terry Hill is actually just Sammy Watkins and then this guy is going to be the number two? I think you forgot about Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's a tight end. Yeah, he's going to be the number one target on Kansas City. Though. Oh, no doubt. So that's where the bulk of the targets are going to go. I d- that's why I'm not too hyped on Miko. I think he's unpolished. He's going to need some time in the league. Like uh, Natty J was saying, maybe at the end of this year going into next year. But 
I know you're you guys are more excited about him. Well, they traded up for him, right? They traded from the sixty first pick to the fifty six to get him. So they knew they wanted him. Um and yeah, it, there's going to be a lack of what Andy Reid wants on that team. There's nobody like this particular player on that team with that skill set. And they they clearly drafted this guy to be that replacement for Tyree Kill. They tried to find somebody as close as possible. I think they failed. I think that Indianapolis got the home run hit, you know, at the end, picking up Paris Campbell. Because I honestly, that's the guy I would just say that's the same as Tyree Kill, even more so. He was actually faster in his 40 time, but... And taller. Much and, taller. Uh, yeah, and taller. Like, I just, I love that guy. So I think they messed up. I, I don't like where they picked this guy, but he, he should be relevant from week one. I know that I was reading reports. Andy Reid said that he was picking up the playbook pretty well. He was not well-versed in his routes, and he did need a lot of help with that. But they're working on it, and just like... Patrick Mahomes came in, and he wasn't the best in the preseason and going into it. A year later, he's a superstar. And he really does magical things. He does, but not for 2019, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm drafting this guy, but I think that I think he'll show up. I think he'll be relevant. I do think he'll be relevant. <laughs> you want to move on to J.J. Arcega-Whiteside? Speaking of relevant. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Out of Stanford, 6'2", 225 pounds. Goes to Philadelphia in the second round. I so, don't like the landing spot. No. Terrible. I'm just I'm just going to go out there and say it. No. I don't care how talented you are. You're no. not stepping in with Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, and, and Nelson Aguilar. Putting up, putting up any kind of numbers. I, you're you're going to ride the bench fourth <laughs> receiver spot for the first year. So what I, what Bar, I noticed... Barring injury, of course. <laughs> What I noticed about this guy is that he kind of reminded me of an Alshon Jeffrey in the way that he's a vertical guy. He does not run too much in the slot. So with that being said, if Alshon Jeffrey got hurt, does this guy step in and kind of take that role? Because Aguilar is a slot guy, and he does not do well as an outside receiver. No, I think that uh, I think that he does come in if Jeffrey gets hurt. I think he's Alshon Jeffrey's replacement. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how much time Jeffrey has left on his contract, but maybe a year or two when Whiteside is doing what Jeffrey's been doing recently. That's that's how I see it playing out. He's not somebody that I have any interest in as of right now. Like I said, if, if you want a comp, it's Alshon Jeffrey. That's probably why they did what they did. Not much to say about him, but I want to get on to Paris Campbell out of Ohio State. That's your guy. That's my guy. Six foot, 205 pounds. For me, that's like perfect. That's a perfect size when it comes with the speed that he has. So he goes, Frankie likes his... Yeah, that, that's how I like my wide receivers. He likes his men six foot and 205 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> nothing lower than 205 and nothing lower than six foot. It's got it's to gotta, it's gotta match that exact specification for me to love the wide receiver. And if you run a 4-3-1, then that's just a plus. Because if you have the height and you have the body mass, and you could run that fast, and you have really good hands, which he does, and you have Andrew Luck, who is the greatest quarterback of all time. Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes? Yeah, Mahomes. So, this is the guy. This is the guy who's going to be a superstar this year. No, I'm very high on... 
Paris Campbell as well. Uh, the one stat I want to bring up to kind of play devil's advocate here, even though he's fast, explosive, gets separation, he never really was a downfield threat at Ohio State. No, he wasn't. You had you didn't have you had Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball. Dwayne yeah. Haskins can throw the ball deep. Forty nine out of his ninety one catches this past season were under three yards from scrimmage. That's more than fifty percent oh. of his passes screen being passes. from yeah, screen passes. That's what he's been being used at as Ohio State. I, I completely understand that point of view. That's kind of why I love him so much. Because as he gets better, he's going to start transitioning into what T.Y. Uh, Hilton is. Because that's exactly, T.Y. Hilton was always that outside speed guy. But he also plays a lot in the slot. And he's very versatile. They move T.Y. all over the field. And I think that's what they're going to do with this guy you know, on the other side of T.Y. Hilton. He's going to be excellent in the slot. I agree that that's, the, that's his knock. He's not a typical X receiver. goes out wide and stuff like that. He can. But it's his speed. It's the way he gets to the outside edge of the field, and he'll tiptoe the entire sideline while all the defenders just stepping out of bounds and missing him. Like he's that fast. He's almost as fast as Justice Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost as fast as Justice Beaver, and he's Chester Rogers 2.0. Man, guy is he's gonna always be open. He's gonna get a ton of targets. That's why I love him so much. On the third down, third and five, Andrew Luck needs to make a play. That's the guy. That's the guy. It used to be Eric Ebron, but his little baby hands. Baby hands Ebron. Yeah, he can't catch anything. He only can catch when he wants to catch. But yeah, I'm pumped for Paris this year. Um, But just be cautious with his lack of downfield ability right now. Let's let's, let's be real. Where where are you taking him? Tenth. Ninth, tenth, yeah. I'll take him ninth, tenth round. Okay, so I'm taking him in the eighth. Sixth. I beat you. He's letting all these players drop to me now. Because <laughs> he's taking other players. He doesn't understand that it all balances out. The player you don't take, that you should take, I'll just take. No, this, this, this is the only guy that I'm going to reach for, I think. I just, I could see it. I could see it in my mind, him being the guy I think he's going to be. And I think that's what Andrew Luck really wanted in like a player like Chester Rogers. Oh, <laughs> no. The guy that I... <laughs> The guy that I'm reaching for this year, Andy Isabella, out of UMass, going to Arizona. Andy Isabella. Mm-hmm. All right, five nine hundred and eighty-eight pounds, going to Arizona in the second round. Why? This is interesting. This is the topic that I were mentioning before. Why are you interested in this guy going to Arizona? It's because of Kyler Murray. I I, I love so, Kyler Murray. So. So the biggest thing that I noticed about Andy Isabella is that he's very good when the quarterback is running around trying to figure out what to do. He has a good connection with his quarterback to get into the open spot. And I think that's exactly what Kyler Murray is going to be doing all year, is just being like, oh no, I'm being attacked. Let me run around. Andy Isabella, you're open. Everyone else is going to be downfield or whatever. I think Isabella is going to be a high target for Murray, and I'm really excited about this yeah, kid. Larry, Larry Fitz is always open, never closed. Larry Fitz is getting towards the end of his career. He no. wasn't even sure if he was going to play. J.J. Nelson. Tell, that to, Tell Not, that to Frank Gore. Tell that to Frank Gore, the vampire. vampire. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be Andy Isabella this year. Yeah? Well, I got an interesting stat for you. In 2018, he led the league in receiving. He had 102 receptions for 1,698 yards. 
that usually means you're open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you could fly. That's what I'm saying. Kyler Murray is going to be extending the play. Andy Isabella is going to be open. They're going to have a great connection this year. You know what? I think you're talking me into him. I think you're talking me into him. He had 13 touchdowns last year. Like you said, slippery. Slippery guy. Always, always getting open. And when I say I'm reaching for him, I'm taking him over Campbell. I'm taking him over Cole. Obviously Marquise Brown. Uh, the only person I might take over him is Nikhil Harry. But even then, I might reach for Isabella over Harry. So would you say Nikhil is your number one? Between Nikhil and Isabella are my number ones. Okay. All right. That, that's fair. Um, I, I think, I think yeah, Nikhil is my number one, for sure. He is. I'm not going to argue with that. It's a fair, fair point. I can see why you have him number one. But... Paris, Paris Campbell. Campbell is just, it, it's it's more of like a bias thing, I think, for me. Like, I would rather have that guy. Cause you know, they also got Devin Funches as well over there. Yeah, yeah, and the, but that's that's the reason why I like him, and I think he's going to have relevance. Is that's what I was saying, is like, what he does, nobody else on the team does. Like, T.Y. Hilton can play in the slot, but now you have this guy who is an elite slot guy, and like, that's what he specializes in. Slots so, and screens. So, yeah, you have... The two on the outside and T.Y. Hilton and Funchess, let them get theirs. Yeah, absolutely. But then when Andrew Luck is getting the pocket collapses and he's got to get that ball out, I want that little tiny fast guy. Not even tiny. What am I saying? I want that guy who's like super quick that's always getting open and just can take his little slant and take it to the house. Yeah, so you, who do you, you like your men six foot? 205, 205 pounds. pounds. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. You, you're saying Campbell's going to have a better season than Isabella. Yes. I will make a bet on that. That's what I'm bringing up. I want to know if you want to make a Jack Daniels bet on this. We're going to have to wait an entire football season. Then we'll make it a double. Make it a triple. 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 Okay. You know what? Make it a bottle. No. <laughs> it's it's a whole season. It's a triple shot of Jack Daniels that you have to take in one goal. Agreed. I'm shaking on that. So, DK Metcalf. Another guy had an old Miss, 6'3", 228 pounds, goes to Seattle in the second round. 228 pounds with 2% body fat. You're kind of man. Less than two at the, at the combine. Less than two. If, if you don't know what that means, look at a picture of him. He's just a walking muscle. Just go to Natty J's room, your life-size cutout with a hole in it. Mm. Very He's Debo. He is Debo. Debo ain't Debo. He's Debo. Yeah. I heard he's a very nice guy. This guy, he has a nice smile. Very good work ethic. Very good work. I mean, when we're talking about DK Metcalf, we're talking about, and then this is my honest opinion of watching tape of him, you're looking at a Calvin Johnson type player. Somebody that, somebody that, somebody that is, is gigantic, can high point the ball, red zone target, and not only this, but, you know, he may only have three routes in his tree right now. I think that he will improve on that. I think that he has the work ethic from what I've seen to improve on that. And I think once he does, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, you're at the Seattle Seahawks practices watching his work ethic? With your cut I, I read a lot, guys. <laughs> I read a lot. So I know you guys are hyped on DK. Um, when would you draft him? I'm not. Really? I am... I do not like DK Metcalf. Why? And uh, I'm afraid he's gonna hear this and like. Is it because he drinks strawberry? Come and, like uh, strangle me to death with like just his 
fingers. Is it because he drinks strawberry milk? No, no. I'm gonna not banana milk. milk. I'm gonna get into that, it. Like, that's what I'd strangle you to death too with. Um, so I see his two pros. I only is his size and his speed, but his straightaway speed. I don't like. He's slow on his cuts. He's a one-dimensional route runner. He's gonna just go down the field right now. Just go down the field. Um, when he's trying to find the ball, he slows down, giving the defender time to catch up to him and knock it down or whatever. He's huge. He is huge. <laughs> but well, when you when you say he's trying to find the ball, he slows down. He, is that because he's timing the catch? No. L- listen. No. He ah. he drops it because of it. He has a lot of drops, and I'm worried about his neck injury. He. Literally had, I believe, neck surgery in the offseason. I don't think he's going to be good this year. I think give him a little bit of time, let him polish himself, look at him in 2020. I'm not touching him in 2019. Is he a wide receiver, like, three? What? Depends on if Baldwin retires. It it depends. Okay, so he's a wide receiver four. No, I'm saying he's... Russell Wilson. Yeah, we should we should mention that there's there's a very 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 good chance Baldwin's not ever going to play football again. No, he's I going don't. to retire. So like we we have so to... this guy is fantasy gold right now. That's why I I don't know. I think he's fantasy gold for for a team that doesn't throw the ball a lot. Yeah, tell it to Tyler Lockett. I mean, Tyler Lockett got like ten not... catches, but they were all touchdowns. Yeah, Tyler so Lockett and Russell Wilson had a perfect passing rating. That's what I think. What's going to be not the perfect passive rating for DK Metcalf, but I think it's going to be like couple targets a game maybe you get one of those for a long touchdown but i don't think he's going to be anything consistent for you and i think you're going to be disappointed with having him on your team this year i have to uh, not agree with you right now did you ever see his disagree not agree disagree it's the same thing but um did you, did you see him off the line how he in press cards he just pushes people out of the way and how he catches with his one hand he has like giant he drops a lot of balls, though. But the it's like, maybe it's like Ebron, where the hard ones he catches with his one hand, and it's like here I'm looking at how oh, no. he catches a lot of the balls that matter. You're looking at the highlights. They're not going to put a string of ten drops. Oh, I his saw his drops. He can't catch anything past the knee. Okay. You know, like yeah, that's the only downside. But like, listen, any anytime he has a cornerback, he'll just put his hand over his helmet and catch it. Uh, maybe not. I mean, he's six. Not three. against six three is is big, but not big for the NFL. Like that's it's he's a different big. level of competition. It's yeah. I, I'm. It's just me. I'm not excited about. And him remember, this year. remember, Peyton Manning had neck injury, and he won a Super Bowl. All right, guys. I think we're gonna end on that note. Um, thank you guys for listening. And once again, we are Hot Fire Fantasy. Send us an email at hotfirefantasy at gmail.com. Ask us a question. Let us know something you want to talk about. Tweet us at hotfirefantasy420. That is hffantasy420. Um, send us a DM. Tweet at us. And uh, back to you, Frankie Bobby. Yeah, so next week we'll be talking about forgotten players and last year's rookies that have a chance to step it up this year, you know, because typically the second-year receivers are are a little hotter. Um, but Exciting. Yeah, yeah no, no, that'll be a good one. That'll be interesting. And uh, like I said, we thank you all for listening. Uh, please continue. We're out. Have Peace out. Peace. Peace out. Peace.